Welcome to the Lights, Camera, Rant Podcast. Your source for the latest on movies, TV shows, and video games. Get ready for ranting, raving, and reviewing. Here is your host, Lee. Hi, everyone, and welcome back for another edition of Lights, Camera, Rant. And on this particular episode, I thought, you know what, with this massive success of what Peacemaker has been and the awesome cameo or cameos or lack of, however the way you take it, I thought, you know what, let's go have a look, seeing as there was characters missing, let's go have a look at all the DCEU movies that are actually missing that we were meant to get. So a majority of all these movies have been announced. So these are movies that have been announced, were in, you know, were in some sort of production, being written, that we were meant to get. But, you know, some of these will never see the lie day. Similar to my last episode, the Missing Spider-Man sequels, where we had a look at multiple movies that were, multiple Spider-Man movies that were meant to be announced, sorry, were announced, but never came to live day. Spider-Man 4, Amazing Spider-Man 3, uh, Spider-Gwen, all of these particular ones, which will, unfortunately, we will never see, or will we? Well, never in their intended time. So I thought I'd do another episode, you know, with the peace, success of Peacemaker, and I thought, let's go have a look. Let's dive into the history of DCEU and see how, how much it is stuffed up and Warner Brothers knows jack shit how to plan anything that's called an extended shared universe. Straight up. Uh, uh, still this day, I don't know if it's still Warner Brothers or it's the head of DC films. One of them is an idiot and can't organize anything. So let's get into it. So when the DCEU first got announced and started getting in production was in 2013 with the release of Man of Steel. Now, when this came out, we were so excited. You know, I remember myself. I was like, yes, a new Superman. Yes, a shared DCEU universe, just like Marvel, you know, what we've just seen. You know, and 2013 was just a year forward, sorry, a year forward from when we got the first Avengers movie. So there was real hype on the fact that, oh my God, if they're going to do the same thing, we're going to get Batman see Superman, we're going to get the Justice League. And, you know, if you were like myself, or you're a big fan of the Justice League TV show and Justice League Unlimited, you were like, there is so many possibilities. We're going to see Darkseid, Lex Luthor doing, you know, all this shared stuff going on. So the hype was real, going into the DCEU, as well as they did a very similar thing. They announced the slate, they did the logos, and and everything similar to, like, Marvel. And, you know, at that stage, I'll be honest, the future was the brightest for the DCEU. That was when it was the brightest. Because, you know, when you saw the first trailer for Man of Steel, you had... You know, you had Henry Cavill, who looked great. The music was done by Hans Zimmer, who did the Nolan Dark Knight trilogy. Christopher Nolan was a producer. You had Zack Snyder at the helm. And, you, and you know, the fact that, you know, he did 300. And that looked gorgeous. And, you know, the fact that going into this with the comic book, like, look of 300, the fact this was going to be fantastic. 
that is when the future was bright and you know everything looked fantastic. It was like good, ready, girls, bring it on the DCU. And it has been as a DC fan, it has been a very emotional ride to get to this point where I am giving you this episode right now in 2022. So. 11 years later, let's see how that ride went, shall we? Um, so we got Man of Steel, that came out. So Man of Steel did uh, very well, uh, it was very positive, um, it had a budget of $258 million. It, came, it grossed $668 million, um, so it was a win, it was a win, there was no loss for Man of Steel, you know, it was a little bit of hate on it. But for me, you know, I think still to this day, with everything we've seen in DCEU, Man of Steel is still um, holds its own. It's still a very solid movie in its own own right. Um, and there is Zack Snyder did a very good job. Like I enjoyed it when I first saw it um, from face value, and I had a very hope, especially seeing all the you know little cameos and stuff that you saw Easter eggs to the very extended universe. Um, and as the rest played, you know, we, you know, the fact that we got Batman v Superman, we got Wonder Woman, we got Justice League, we got Suicide Squad, and Shazam, and the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and as well as we got Aquaman, you know, as the rest follows. Uh, so, okay, uh, Birds of Prey as well. Um, but the thing is, when Batman v Superman, which came out in 2016, it was a follow-up, it got announced the fact that uh, Ben Affleck was playing as Batman and he'll be in this film. Now, at the time, I didn't like the fact that Ben Affleck, of all people, was playing Batman. I'm like, really? Like, nothing of that man, to me, screamed, this is your Batman. This is Batman. But then again, you know, before Batman Begins, I couldn't see Christian Bale. And now I'm like, Christian Bale is Batman. And the Dark Knight trilogy is sacred, and nothing, I will argue with anyone to the point, the fact that that is a fantastic effing trilogy from start to finish. Yes, it has its low points, any film trilogy does, but from start to finish, it is one coherent, solid story. Fight me, if you think it's not. Uh, in the comments, please. Because <laughs> I'm a bit fragile, and I can't take a physical fight, but comments, are, I'm really good to do. <laughs> um, so obviously with Ben Affleck as Batman, the whole talk came in fact talk came up with the fact that he you know his own Batman solo movie. Now uh, the fact that you know he got confirmed, we got Batman v Superman, which look, I didn't like Batman v Superman when it came out. I, st I still have half feelings of it at the moment because the fact it felt like they were trying to do too much in that movie. They were trying to set up too much, you know, in that entire film. And I didn't... Okay, I've seen videos of people defending this scene. And I, I've listened to those people. I've listened to them and gone, all right, let me hear, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Come on, tell me, tell me, tell me. The Martha scene. It's still... No, it doesn't... I don't like that scene. I don't... You know, I understand why they did it. But like, oh my god, you're Martha, you're Martha. It's like, oh my god, your dad's Thomas, my dad's Thomas, oh my god, we're best buddies now. That doesn't seem real, like it doesn't seem right, you know. And 
when I saw you know, the trailer and everything, a lot of this material for this movie came from the Dark Knight Returns comic, which, if you haven't seen it, sorry, read it, definitely go read the Dark Knight Returns comic. It is one of the most, it's by Frank Miller. It is a fantastic comic. It is dark as anything. And if you're not in a combo ring, that's fine. They also made an anime movie of it, part one, part two, and they're both fantastic and nearly a near image to image um, uh, comparison to the film. So they didn't lose anything from the comic, basically. Um, so obviously when that came out, it came with mixed reviews. It still has mixed reviews today. You go and run on tomatoes. But one thing I did say is the fact that Ben Affleck was a good Batman. The warehouse scene where he takes everyone down is fantastic. I wasn't comfortable with Batman killing. I feel like that is a bottom line that should not be crossed. It's a fundamental of his character. You know, that he sh- Batman should not kill. Because the fact that, you know, go have a look at the first episode of Batman, uh, Batman Beyond. You know, watch that. And you'll see the true depth of the character in that. Um, but not... Batman shouldn't kill. No way, no how. I don't care. He shouldn't kill. But the funny thing is, he... Slightly killed the Joker in The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, unfortunately, he was getting stabbed at the time. Batman obviously was stuck. He's a bit older. Flipped his neck, flipped his Joker's neck around and paralyzed him. But it was Joker in the end that actually killed him because he did the last snap a Rooney. So definitely he didn't kill him. But Batman should not kill. So with everything going on, uh, with everything going on, the fact that Batman was still, Ben Affleck was still very favorable in the entire movie. So obviously, first talks is when are we going to get a Ben Affleck solo Batman movie? Which, as I'm recording this, as this episode will come out, with the, we currently see the Batman coming out. Uh, coming out. And this is what we meant to, you know, this slate, this time frame, this is when we were meant to get the Batman uh, movie with Ben Affleck. That was, you know, roughly that was where we were meant to get. Yet, let's go down the rabbit hole and find out how the fact we got to Robert Pattinson. Oh my god. So, it's so obviously 2016 was Batman v Superman came out. Um, and in January 2017, uh, Ben Affleck was talking about the fact he was going to direct, star, and write in his solo Batman movie. Um, come during 2017, he in an interview he advised the fact that he was unsure if he was going to direct it, but you know still star and still write. Now in Feb 2017, Matt Reeves, the current director of the Batman at the moment, was hired to direct and co-produce. Which, uh, speaking to uh, Ben Affleck and speaking to what they wanted to do. The shift focused from being a DCEU film to just a DC film with wigging right at the moment. And it was announced the fact that Ben Affleck would no longer be directing, writing, or starring, and this would be completely separate, which um, kind of got to the point where we are right now. Uh, and Rob Pattinson obviously is now starring in him. Now, the interesting thing is that with the hype, everything going with the Batman, Matt Reeves has spoken about the script with uh, Ben Affleck and he said the fact that you know, it was going to be very DEC related it was going to be very uh, with a lot of cameos, characters popping in a lot of action but the reason why they didn't go ahead with it because he couldn't get emotionally 
personally invested in that story, which is why we got this. And to me, I'm like, what? Like, why? This is not again. Like, if with Ben Affleck's script, like, I still trust the man, the fact it would still would have been something different. What are we, what are we getting at the moment? We're getting a, a Batman Year 2, which has been done! Ah, that's what I get. I'm like, we, you're, you're not telling a new story. You're telling a different iteration of the, of the characters. Yes, it's a fresh, different take. But we've already seen a Batman Year 2. We've already seen these characters. You know? And not to mention the fact that um, we've all got so John uh, Manguello, who played Deathstroke in the Justice League movie right then, said it was going to be him versus Batman. They're going to go up against each other. Um, there were going to be you know, cameos from the Justice League. Apparently, Batgirl was going to be in it. Riddler was still going to appear. But we're going to get um, De- Batman vs. Deathstroke. Go have a look at. Um, Batman Arkham Origins. Watch the trailer that got released with that. And you saw Batman vs. Deathstroke, and that was a fantastic fight scene. You know, obviously it's not real, but just a hand-to-hand combat and all that. You know, that would have been something different. That would have been something new. So, you know, I'm still going to go see the Batman. I'm still going to do my review. I'm still going to watch it. But there's a big question mark on the fact that what were were we meant to get? Like, what were we going to get? Come on. Still getting something, something fresh and new. Like, I'm still pushing the fact that someone, for God's sake, made a Batman Beyond movie. But right at the moment, that's what we're meant to get. You know, this was spurry about. People announced that there were going to be a Ben Affleck Batman movie, but it never saw the light of day, and this is what we get. And it's a darn shame. I'm glad he's coming back, because we know Ben Affleck came back to do the Snyder Cut, and the fact that um, he's also come back to work on The Flash as well, which he has said is was a very positive experience for him, which I'm really glad because obviously he has mentioned the fact that the shooting for Justice League, Justice League was just drooling, uh, drooling, uh, drooling, uh, very uh, hard, to, hard to do because um, obviously they did the reshoots, but the Snyder Cut he said was perfectly fine for. Uh, so that was one. That was one movie that we were meant to get that we didn't get. Um, now this next movie. Now this next movie was actually fully announced with a logo. Now what it was meant to be was a cyborg movie with Ray Fisher. Now, obviously we know we saw Ray Fisher as cyborg in Justice League, um, which you know it felt like the original cut, the weed, sorry, the Whedon cut or Josh Whedon. Uh, Just Whedon. Uh, we do know the fact that uh, when we saw that, that um, it, he didn't have a lot of scenes. He wasn't, you know, had different bits and pieces come around, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't amazing. Um, but when we saw the Snyder Cut and saw all what was meant to happen, he came from just being the side character to being the MVP and the biggest heart of the entire movie. If you haven't watched already, Go watch the Snyder Cut. Please. I know it's four hours. Oh, my God. Trust me. When me, Dean, and Mark from Mike Ward saw it was four hours, we're like, all right, this is a mission. We're going to do it, and we're going to do it great because of the fact we love these characters, and we were curious to see what was missing. And, my God, what was missing? Just the ending with the flash. Like, I'll ne- I just don't. 
I just don't get it. I don't get what studios do and how the decision making that gets made. I'm like, how is that better? Who was the idiot who said that was better? Should be, you know, fired from his job. Whoever said that the Flash scene should be taken away and he should be doing this other scene where he's saving the Russian family. But, yes. Anyway, that was the, ma- the massive revelation that we got in the Justice League Snyder Cut. And now everyone's st- more involved to see the Ray Fisher Cyborg movie. But the thing is, um, the thing is, unfortunately with Ray Fisher, he has pub- publicly uh, mentioned the fact that the uh, accusations of abuse and uh, offensive behavior on set with Josh Sweden um, during the reshoots of the Justice League movie, the original 2016 version. He's publicly said on his Twitter interviews and everything, which unfortunately um, derailed from this movie ever seeing the light of day and kept getting it pushed back and pushed back each time. And currently, right now, is in complete limbo, and there is no date. Which is one reason why, uh, if you watch the end of Peacemaker and the Justice League, why Ray Fisher's cyborg isn't there um, at all. So that's the another rumor as well. Because apparently, uh, Josh Green was a little bit mean on set, so was an executive as well, and being you know very not. Not very nice to him and his co-stars. Even Gal Gadot has also mentioned the fact the onset behavior was appalling. And it, obviously, when you, unfortunately, when you speak out, it can sometimes not go the way you want. And unfortunately, his movie was delayed. It was announced, we're meant to get it, but it's been delayed and is currently in limbo. And it unfortunately might not never see the side day. What only made it worse is the fact that the Flash movie is based on the Flashpoint Paradox which Cyborg does appear. Unfortunately, Ray Fisher was cut from that and was replaced by ben, uh, Michael Keane's Batman. And that's he was cut from that as well. So, look, I don't know. I don't know. I really do hope he comes back. He has mentioned in interviews the fact that Ray Fisher said he would come back. He would play Cyborg under the direction of Zack Snyder. Now, all, you know, of positive people as well. But at this stage, unfortunately, we're not going to see it. He was meant to make more cameos, but that still hasn't happened either. So that's two movies we haven't seen. Yeah, hey guys, enjoy, and you want to know more what you've missed out on? I'm sure you do, because this next one would have been fantastic, because of the fact we were meant to get a Deathstroke movie. We were meant to get a Deathstroke movie with John Mangalo. I probably butchered his name, sorry. Uh, solo Dude. Yes, they announced the fact in 2017 they were going to make a Deathstroke movie. Uh, unfortunately, it shifted through some directors and they came on board, came off board, and, it, and unfortunately it kept shifting around. And it kept getting delayed, and you know, John Miller said he was going to appear in it, he was going to start it, he was really excited. Um, it was going to be very dark. And unforgiving with a lot of action as well. And, and unfortunately, it was going to be, oh, sorry, it was going to be a ground story with revenge. Um, while uh, you know, it was going to be amongst with the, the Batman as well. So it was going to be kind of like a prequel story um, to lead into the Batman and why he was trying to chase him and why at the end of Snyder Cut, you know, he wanted to know who Batman really was and it was going to go straight 
into that because the fact that in the story he blamed um, Batman for killing his son and that's the way it went. And Jory's mentioned multiple times that he's completely gutted that he never got left for the ground and the fact it never saw the light of day. At the moment, his last thing he mentioned, April 20, April 2020, he was really hoping the fact a reworked story could appear in a TV series with HBO Max, which I really, I really hope it does. Because, like, Deathstroke is an insane character. And, you know, just the martial arts, just the physical prowess of this character, and... You know, what we saw the end of Snyder Cut was nearly a perfect comic book rip-out and slap-on-the-screen iteration of the character. Um, but another missed opportunity. Like, the fact that would have been fan-effing-tastic, especially off the Batman, Destro. Look, you probably can already hear myself that I'm really much disappointed that these movies didn't get light date. Like, I knew some of these, but when I started digging into more to get more information for this episode, I'm like, what the f***? About the whole, oh, what? That would be good, that would be good, that would be good, that would be good, but no, no one. So that's three movies that we're meant to get. You still enjoying? Let's keep going. Next movie was another one called Harley Quinn versus the Joker, which was coming off the back of the Suicide Squad movie. Now, this really didn't move a whole lot, but it was announced. Um, now, it was meant to go in production after the first Suicide Squad. However, it went through a couple of writers, uh, a couple of rewrites, uh, and then it moved to happening after Birds of Prey, but still didn't hit the live day, and by February 19, it was announced in July 2017. By February 29, it was cancelled. So that was a very, that thing, very moving, very forward. The next one that got announced was a Joker film with Jared Leto. Um, in 2019, the film uh, was actor, it was in development, was confirmed. Uh, Jared Leto was going to be a producer. Uh, the, it, the film was intended to make way for more Suicide Squad movies, but by February 2019, it was cancelled, and then we got the Joker movie with uh, Jonah Phoenix. Um, so that, yep, so that's another Jared Leto movie woman to get that would get cancelled. Another one that was recently um, actually got more information was that they got announced from DCU that we're going to make a trench movie, which was an Aquaman spin-off movie after Aquaman, because, you know, from what we saw in the movie. And it got, in February 2019, it was announced. Uh, there was, you know, um, Peter Stuffram was attached to produce it. And it was meant to come out, expected to come out before Aquaman 2, which would never happened. And then it kind of lay dormant until then, until April 2021, um, where James Wan, the director of uh, Aquaman and Aquaman 2, said the fact that it wasn't a trench movie, it was the working title for a Black Manta movie, um, which that was not, you know, it was meant to be with Black Manta, um, but... That didn't happen, and now he will be appearing, obviously, in Aquaman 2. Yep, so we're meant, that's, that's another one. So that's what we're up to, guys. Who's keeping count? That's one, two, three, four, five, six. That's six DC movies that we were meant to get, that we're meant to be in the DC. Let's keep going, shall we? Uh, now, this is the... Now, this is the big one. This is the big one. So, what... What was meant to happen was meant you were meant to get the Justice League one and Justice League part 
part one, part two, and part three. Now, with everything that happened with Snyder and Warner Brothers losing complete faith in Snyder, which we can see was a, with a premature idea, um, never saw the light of day. Now, 2016 was when we got the Justice League, movie, Justice League movie, but in October 2014, the Justice League movie was announced um, that it was going to be split into two movies, like Infinity War. That was what we were prepared for. Um, however, it was going to, and it was announced the fact that it was going to be put, the part one and part two was going to be pushed for to accommodate for Ben Affleck's bad movie that was meant to come out in between, but obviously that didn't happen. And then we got the reshoots with the Justice League movie. Um, now the reason I don't know if I have explained to this, but I will explain. So the reason why Josh Whedon did come in during duration of Justice League was the fact because unfortunately with my condolences to him his family his pets and everything was that uh zach steiner's daughter passed away um passed away all of a suddenly and due to family commitments he left the justice league movie to be with his family um which the snyder cut if you do watch at the very beginning that is a tribute to his daughter which i it was very sad to see and obviously josh Whedon came in to uh, finish the film but he didn't finish it they went in to do reshoots, which is why we got uh, the terrible CGI with uh, terrible CGI with Henry Cavill and the mustache. Um, and then he also changed the end credits scene as well, which was still stupid as well. Um, but you know, as it was going to work, it was the fact that you know even J.K. Simmons said the fact that you know Justice League Part Two was in the works, um, but. In December 2017, a year after the Justice League came out, Snyder was not set to return for it at all, at all, obviously with everything going on. Um, the sequel was meant to have the Justice League versus a villain team uh, with Lex Luthor, uh, Dr. Poison, Captain Cold, the Riddler, Ocean Master, and Black Manta. The conflict would have killed Aquaman and Wonder Woman, so this is apparently what the script was meant to be about. Uh, and with the dark side invading Earth and killing Lois Lane, who was pregnant with Superman's um, child. Uh, and then Superman's coming to sequestration to the anti-life equation, which he does give from Earth, because we know that was in, on Earth. Uh, which leads to the dark future that we saw at the end of the Snyder Cup. Uh, with the team, so the dark version. And uh, what was meant to happen was the fact that it was all part three. Uh, was the fact that it was meant to be five years after the events of part two, and the Justice League would time travel to stop the invasion, and would have been a callback to the Batman v, Batman v Superman scene with a Flash coming through time and saying, you know, um, oh, what do you say? Bloody hell! Uh, what do you say? Oh, it's Lois. He was saying there, you know, Lois was seen. So it was meant to be a callback. So it was meant to, be, we meant to get Justice League. Part one, part two, part three. That was the intent because the fact that we saw on uh, a day an exhibit happened in Dallas with you know, Dreamscapers with uh, Zack Snyder is that we still saw storyboards and concept art of what it was meant to be. And me as a fan, like looking at these storyboards, what was meant to happen, I'm like, what? What? We were meant to get all of that? That was the intended purpose? And then, like as I keep saying, we just turn around and have a look and we'll have a look what we got. I'm like, well, ain't that just 
Disappointing. Disappointing. But yeah, so we were meant to get Justice League Part 2, Part 2 and 3 with the outlawing storyline with everything going on, which is why we saw in Snyder Cut, you know, both Wonder Woman and Aquaman dying. There was so much that was meant to happen, but yes, unfortunately, that's another one that was taken away. Uh, we're up to seven now. Actually, that counts for two. We're up to eight now. Uh, what the next one? Now, this didn't really get cancelled, but I wanted to bring this up. So we got the Krypton Krypton TV show that we got. However, the the reason why it was is it's half cancelled. So this was meant originally meant to be a Man of Steel prequel. It was announced. It was everything was going to happen. Um, obviously, but. Uh, during the production, all concept of it being a Man of Steel prequel and a DCEU movie was completely dropped. Um, there was no reason or why or what, but it was completely dropped. And we got the Krypton TV show, but it was intended person was meant to be a Man of Steel sequel. Um, but we never got it in the end. It was like we got what we got was all right, but nothing spectacular. But that's another thing that. Like why why didn't you go ahead? So the thing is, like what you find with these things is like these are great ideas that were meant to happen, and it's just terrible the fact that they didn't happen, and the fact that you know most of all the, the biggest gut punch to me is the fact that Henry Cavill, who is a great actor, should be getting Man of Steel two should be being announced. You know, I did see a great tweet the other day that was like. Hell, just give Man of Steel 2 to, to Marvel because they're more likely to make it than DC, which is 100% fact. If you gave the rights to Marvel, have no doubt the fact that Man of Steel 2 would be announced. 120%. Because the fact that obviously it doesn't have to continue with anything in the MCU, but it would get made. It would get the job done because M Warner Brothers can't get the job done at all, which we're seeing with all this. So, obviously with Man of Steel 2, we were meant, uh, Man of Steel 2 uh, came out in uh, 2013. And then 2014, it was confirmed the fact that it was in development, there was going to be a Man of Steel 2. Amy Adams, who plays Lois Lane, Lois Lane said the fact that um, work, had begun, work had begun on the screenplay. Uh, Matthew Vaughn, who directed uh, directed The Kingsman, X-Men First Class, uh, was going to come in and direct uh, in 2017. In March 2019, Matthew Vaughn said discussions had ended and he was not directing it anymore. In July 2019, a couple of months later, Christopher McQuarrie uh, had pitched an idea for Warner Bros, but Warner Bros didn't do anything with it, so he moved on to another project. So that's two directors now. In November 2019, WD, uh, Warner Bros entered no negotiations for J.J. Abrams to direct it. So this is the third director, technically fourth if you count Zack Snyder, um, which unfortunately also failed because by May 2020, the sequel was no longer in development, um, and... Henry Carroll said he was still in talks to reprise a role in a different movie. Don't know what that was going to be, or if that what you know, what how that was going to say. Now, November twenty, now in November twenty twenty one, last year, Carroll said that he still was an interesting role, and the cape is still in his closet. He still has the right to the, to appear in the character. There was also a rumor going around that both Michael B. Jordan even pitched a take 
on Superman as a black Superman, um, but uh, they couldn't. Warner Brothers couldn't commit to his schedule. Anyway, look, Michael B. Jordan would have done a fantastic job as Superman, but I would have been pissed. The fact I'm like, why are you making this? But not ha- not bringing Henry Cavill. That's why I don't get like DC. Warner Brothers needs to ha- like completely put everything on the board and figure out their shit. Yes, this year is going to be their strongest year yet, but there's still what if and questions all all above it. Um, so still Man Steel 2, still in limbo. Now this last movie was called New Gods. And it was basically gonna be a space movie about, you know, basically beings of like dark sides um dark sides godlike abilities. So this was announced in May 2018. Now this is feels like insulting. This was announced in May 2018 that was signed on uh, that uh, Ava the Darving, oh, terrible, signed on to direct the film. May 2019, herself and Tom King would be co-writing the film, and Darkseid was going to be the main villain. Obviously, still the DCEU was still the same Darkseid from the Snyder Cut. Uh, in May 2020, Ava said the fact the full script was ongoing and still being written. In April 2020, it was announced by WB that it was cancelled. It said that they may revive it in future, however, it is currently being cancelled. Now, the rumour of the cancel was the fact that because the Snyder Cut and Warner Brothers wants to distance themselves from uh, from using uh, Darkseid because everything was Snyder, they want to give it a break. So that's another, you know, bingo, another movie. So that was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11 movies, ladies and gentlemen. L- 11 movies of the DCEU that we are never going to get. And if I'm wrong, I hope... Shit. <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. I hope some of these come to the light of day. Uh, oh, sorry. My apologies. 10 and a half because of uh, Krypton. But I hope these come to life. Like, I really do... That's the thing. Is like I want to believe, I want to trust in the DCEU, but it's just shown when you look into this and you're like, what are you doing? Honestly, what are you doing? Um, and the terrible thing is the fact it's not like you know this is their first swing. They're giving it a good crack. You know, there's going to be some gaps in the whole thing. No, let's go have a look at the other pond and let's go have a look at the MCU that is literally pumping them out. With pure precision. Nearly 99% of everything getting announced, we see. 100%. The DCU needs a Kevin Feige. Um, I've mentioned this in my previous podcast episodes, but they, we, they need a Kevin Feige to get, just come in, take the reins, and be like, this is what we're doing, and we're committing to this unless the numbers completely effing drop. Now, yes... The Justice League did do poorly. The 2016 version did do poorly. However, have a look at how the Snyder Cut did. That did fantastic. And that is nearly classified as one of the single best comic book movies in the same breath. And honestly, it is a true tribute to what the fact Zack Snyder's vision was meant to be and what we should have got. If we got that instead... You know, or, you know, the fact that we had a trimmed down version for theatres and then you could bought the extended version... 
it would have done still would have done very well, and a lot of people would be more in love with it. Because the 2016 version of Justice League is trash. It is bad, it's coherent, and the fact if you can go watch a movie and you can feel like something's missing, it's it's off, and you know it's off the entire time, which I felt when I watched it. Um, but I'm not saying the fact that DCU has not had hits. Like, James Gunn's Suicide Squad movie is fantastic. First Aquaman is great. The first Wonder Woman is great. Man of Steel is great. They have had wins, but they can't seem to keep that momentum going in their structure for the movies. So that's, you know, they really need a Kevin Feige. And look, guys, I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. And, you know, as anything I've mentioned right now, you're like, you wish they made? Do you wish they made the fact that Justice League 1 and 2 and 3? Man of Steel 2? The Batman? Deathstroke? The Joker film? The Trench? Do you want me to go on? Do you want me to go on? Uh, but yeah, just tell me in your comments um, on Facebook. Just let me know. Is any of these you do wish to come to light today? And do you feel the same way? So do you feel, guys, that the fact that DCU is on track now? That they know what they're doing? Or do you feel the train's still lost somewhere or the plane's still going into the wrong direction let me know in the comments guys and thank you for joining in for this episode and until next time thanks for listening to lights camera rant if you like the show don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode while you're at it leave us a rating and review and be sure to tell your friends until next time happy ranting <laughs>